Initializing recap. The Maverick is currently on an official contract from the Tavern Oversight Guild to investigate the disappearance of a ship called the Nightcrawler, a fellow tavern. The alarm aboard the Maverick blares. What's the situation? The whole goddamn ship's on fire. That's the situation. What caused it? It looks like terrors, I think. You can see the inside of the engine room, and there are terrors inside. But more importantly, there is a giant warhead. Durin and Merrick, you both notice muffled giggling coming from within the bomb. You hear from inside someone yell, Kaboom! As a man stands up in his full strength. You arrive at the beacon that you were sent to investigate, and the tavern you were sent to investigate uh, has been completely destroyed. Uh, you can make out the names of the ship. There's one called the Moon Dancer and one called the Nightcrawler. Oh, so there is an additional tavern ship here that you didn't know was here. What the hell? You notice that the edges of the tavern have this silvery liquid, almost like mercury, on the destroyed edges. A big thing that also stands out is the reactors are gone in both the taverns. Cody is a new addition to this ship, but not to this family. Not yet. So I would like to make it a point of order to discuss whether or not y'all would like to have him aboard. And Query already has her hand up. As does Merrick. Yeah, he's a good kid. Dern raises his hand as well. Well, I would say that is a unanimous vote. Welcome aboard, Junkheap. Recap complete. Hello and welcome back to another episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Gentlemen, I have two questions for you. Hell yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I was really hoping episode two might be a little tighter, but we'll see where we go. Are you guys ready to rock? Definitely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Woo. More importantly, are you ready to roll? I'm part of the crew, of so let's do it. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I don't think anything could go wrong. <laughs> Oh, no, dude. It's all sunshine from here on out. So at this point in time, I will let you guys do things with the crew. Like if you want to chat with anyone or talk amongst yourselves, this is a little bit of downtime as you return to the queue. Uh, Ricky Freelance for sure. He's not aboard. <laughs> um, uh. I I want to go check Merrick's. Uh, I assume he's scribbling away in his book or of has course. the book on them anyway. Right, I kind of want to see what he drew during the combat. If that so I like walk up and like kind of peer over his shoulder uh he flips through and he shows you the drawing of boomer that he has made at first it was a sketch of his person but you can see that he's replaced all the human bits with a tall oak tree uh that's wearing (laughs) (laughs) the casings of a a warhead oh my god that's art uh Uh, cody says oh my god that's art uh merrick is myself i forgot my own name for a second uh cody duran yeah. Thank you for having my back. We should compress that for a moment. What do you both think happened out there? Two tavern ships destroyed. Metallic liquid left behind. At first, I thought the terrors were using the signal to lure us in as a trap. 
But for Viteros to take out two taverns at the same time seems insane. Sounds more like they were lured in by the the distress beacon, maybe the second tavern too. Maybe. I don't know. We're dealing with another intelligent life form, maybe some kind of unknown creature. Uh, Merrick is smiling as he says all these things. Could just be an asshole. Honestly, I think we just got lucky that it wasn't here when we arrived. Oh, you're correct. Doesn't need to be something new to kill. Things that kill are everywhere. Always have been. Not to know. The captain seems shook by the whole thing. Cody pulls out another unlit cigarette, puts it in his mouth. Assholes everywhere. (laughs) You're right, Cody. Uh, Once again, welcome to the team. Thank you for having me, and thank you for finding me. Oh my goodness, you're the greatest 25 credits I've ever spent. That little, huh? I used to have a purpose. I used to have worth. I used to have a family. And I... And I... And I, and like Cody seems to like shut down for a second and like come back. And he's like, what was I saying? All we were saying, Cody, is welcome aboard. Thank you. It feels good to be, to be here again, to, to have something, to have people. Thank you. You've always got us. Uh, Duran, you know more about this than I do. The reactors that the ships have seem very impressive. I'm assuming they have a high value. Um... That's a great question, um, Dane. Would that? How much? How much would those? Uh, Give me those an engineering check. No. Uh, Sixteen. Not great. Um, it's enough to know this because you've been working on this ship forever, and it's kind of common knowledge, especially having frequented the cube. Uh, the reactors are useless, not in air ships, and therefore, for the most part, completely worthless, not in in ships that are that were created on Earth. So I, yeah, they're. They're not worth much to anyone, really. I mean, they're durable as all hell, and we can repair them in a quick fix, but I see people spending more money by just keeping them around than actually, uh, you know, selling them. It's very interesting. Yeah, you, you would be able to get a an incredible ship for the amount of money that it would take to try to jerry-rig a way to create, like, use one of the Eris reactors in a non-Eris ship. Like, it would be... Nothing short of like a technological miracle because it makes no, like it just wouldn't make sense. Uh, how many taverns were there, Cody? Like back there? Yeah. There were two. Two taverns, one terror ship, and one unknown ship. The unknown ship obviously is the interesting property. My concern is that if the unknown ship was involved in the attack and was destroyed, then where did the, the, sh- the missing parts go? There must have been a fifth ship at the very least. What kind of energy do the Aris reactors produce? Uh, in what sense? Like, is there something besides, like, an engine? Like, a is there a creature or a being that would feed on that energy, to my knowledge? Like, is there any uh, way... Give I me can... a life science check. All right. 16. Uh, no, it wouldn't make it, it, like, it wouldn't make any sense. Okay. That uh, there are definitely creatures that feed off energy, but, like... No, of that scale. Yeah, like it, it would seem like this would be such a risky and like pointless thing to do if it was just trying to be like yum 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 energy. Yum yum yum. All right. Um, I'm not very well versed on like large creatures and all, but are there uh, are there things that eat whole reactors? <laughs> I would have. Uh, well, with the life science check, it's like nothing that you have ever heard of or known about. But nothing be. shocks us anymore. 
Cody pulls his unlit cigarette out of his mouth and kind of goes, what about a bomb? You yeah, know, could they make them into a bomb? Hey, give me an engineering check. <laughs> Potentially. That's just 17. Um, it would like, I, it's very easy to make a bomb out of almost anything that produces energy. But again, it's like the, the Eris reactors are so hyper specifically tailored for Eris ships because of the way that they were created and built that uh, attempting to repurpose them for any reason would be incredibly difficult. Yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense to do it. I mean, you could, you, you could probably build a much better bomb with cheaper supplies. There. Well, the captain will get to the bottom of it. I don't know what we can do until we figure out what that silver liquid is. I'm going to go see Satir. And yeah. Cody brings up his drink again to like a millimeter from his mouth and puts it back down and takes a cigarette out and like, you know, puts it out in the drink and walks out to the med bay or wherever Satir is. I'm going to go lie down. But before you do that, he, like uh, Duran looks over and you're like, um, sorry, I clipped you. Oh, Duran, I know how good of a shot you are. It was a stressful situation. Oh, uh, no, no. I mean, I have, I have barely shot a gun, so, you know, sorry about that. Well, if you want to maybe offer me a story from your past as a <laughs> uh, payment for shooting me in the back of the head. When you said you've barely shot a gun, you're lying, yes? I sure am. Yeah, I'm going to need you to give give a bluff check, please. Uh, seven. Um, cool. Uh, there's a sense motive, yes? Yeah. All right. Merrick, sense motive, please. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you guys have been traveling together long enough that your sense or your trust in one another, uh, and you don't, you don't detect, uh, Duran's lie. Duran, you wouldn't lie to me. You know that if you're an open book, I'll listen. I may jot down what you say, but I trust you. I appreciate that. Next time, if you'd like, we can practice together. Next time you pour me a drink, maybe I'll tell you a little something. All right. And then Merrick goes to uh, meditate and lie down. All right. Darren, what, what are you doing? Um, I think I am going to go check on uh, Satir, who's in medical bay, right? Okay, so you're going to go with uh, Cody to the med bay. Oh, shit. I didn't realize he was. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with him to see Satir because I just want to make sure that he's doing okay. Yep. Um, so yeah, you guys go there, and before you get in, Query sort of slides the door shut, and she puts her fingers to her lip as if to say "shh," and you can tell that Satir is stable, um, but he is unconscious, and Query is going to keep it that way, and she's she's not going to let you in the in the room. He's going to get better, though, right? Uh, she nods, yes. Uh, Cody's very happy about that. Thank you, and thank you for the vote. I'll I'll try to be useful around here. Uh, once again, she puts her fingers to her lips. I'll try to be useful around here. Uh, she gives you a wink and she goes and pulls a chair up beside Satir and just kind of takes his hand and sits beside him. Cody awkwardly walks away. Yep. So you guys rest and begin your journey back to the cube, which is the human civilization settlement in the Casimal system and also the home of the uh, Oversight Guild which is the the organization that oversees the taverns, which you had specifically taken this contract from. Um, you guys were requested because you were in the area to investigate this SOS beacon. You've done that, and now you're returning back to the cube. It is kind of your home port and where most people know you uh, and the most business you do as an actual tavern. And it's also a consistent source of business and where you need to return back to turn in this contract. So you approach 
the cube. True to its namesake, it is just a giant mash of various era shuttles from Earth that have been interlocked together. And sort of the outer core or the outer uh, walls of it are sort of the more transient ships, a lot of trader ships. Um, There is a small core in the middle that is permanent. They do not leave, they don't move, and they have been rearranged modularly to form a consistent and uh, permanent home for humans in the Casimal. Um, So it has like, that's in the area of the cube that has like street names and, you know, permanent residences and things like that. Like, you know that these places will always be there. And the further out you go, the closer to the edge of the cube, the more dynamic and random your Mm. options are going to be cool um and you guys have sort of like a permanent spot that you can dock uh kind of kind of like in the middle of it all um, because you're there often enough that you have uh earned your spot to have a place closer to the core hell yeah so victor uh begins the docking process and he's talking on the phone with with the administration to to coordinate their landing and and slot them in and he turns to you guys and he says, we're going to be at dock for a while between getting Satir right as rain and fixing the shit up, up after this terror attack. We're going to have some time. So feel free, hit the tavern, take as many contracts as you want, make us some money, make some coin for yourself. And once we're ready to haul off, I'll let you know and we'll be on our way. So we're opening the bar, Captain. The bar, not quite. We're going to give it a day. Give it time for uh, Satir to sort of get on his feet again, see what our what our problems are in terms of repairs. Uh, we'll open tomorrow. Sounds good. At, at least for bar service. If someone comes in looking for freelance jobs, then we can talk about it. But uh, we'll we'll open for contracts, but not for drinks. Understand? On on that note, Captain, I feel like I could be of use. You don't have security, per se. You're right. I can be security, sir. And he kind of like stands up tall and, you know, brushes down uh, his duster. He loves the idea. Uh, he smiles and he says, all right, Junkie, if we got a problem, you'll bounce him. I have three rules. Uh, he, he was walking away and he like stops <laughs> and sort of turns to listen to your three rules. Just three simple <laughs> rules. Expect the unexpected. Never underestimate your opponent. Never start something inside the bar unless you have to. Be nice until it's time to not be nice. That's four rules. Uh, he, yeah, he sort of looks yeah. at America. Like, that's that's four rules. I counted that, four, right? Four, yeah, yeah, four <laughs> rules. Yeah, that's four rules. Cody's expression doesn't change. He's like, oh, I mean, you're the one who's going to be following all those, so sure, I guess. And he just walks away. <laughs> um, and as he does, he flicks the switch of the like uh, contract terminal on. And it begins populating with jobs. Mm. Um, And as that happens, the docking procedure finishes. The force field that kind of appears at the storefront that locks into the the cube uh, drops. And you see a two-headed, like, dark blue salamander looking creature. And he's kind of, like, pacing, waiting for you guys to dock. And as soon as the force field drops, he comes, like, strolling in. Hi, friend. And he says, hello, it is me. Rick and Chris Freelance, the Freelance <laughs> Twins. <laughs> no! 
All right, we deserve this. Oh. We do. We absolutely do. Ah, uh, Rick and his brother Chris. Chris. <laughs> um, as he does, the entire crew, including Quip, Query, and uh, Victor, all draw their guns and point them at him, and they're like, "Absolutely not! Get the hell off my ship!" Cody's like, "Be nice, be nice, until it's time to not be nice." Yeah, he won 80s on his heel, and he's like, okay, then, not today. I'll see you again another time, and leaves. <laughs> no, we're getting for left. Cody's, like, torn. He's, like, halfway walking towards the lizard, halfway walking to lean on the pillar. People drew guns. It's his first day of security. He has no idea what just happened, but... Query walks over and says, darlings, uh, look. And she puts a tablet down and opens it up and pulls up his profile, and he has literally failed or didn't finish any of the contracts he's ever taken. And not just from your tavern, but like every tavern. I guess we've barred our first customer. And I print out this picture and stick it behind the bar and like jab it to the wall with a fucking dagger. And like I nod like I've done my job. And you can see him just like strolling down the street. Just like this is a thing that happens to him all the time especially in this tavern there's still some that like try to give them jobs especially bad ones that they like they'd rather take the hit on the reputation failing than mm-hmm. even attempt to do themselves um i i look at uh quip and i say are both of them barred uh quip as in like both the heads yes yeah i print out person. another picture and i stick it to the wall with another dagger uh quip shakes his head and opens up like a hatch in the floor and just disappears down to the, to the belly of the ship. <laughs> All right. Let's take a look at those contracts. Uh, yeah, you walk over to the contract terminal and uh, it's populating with just like all these jobs. There's probably like 80 or 90 of them. Damn. Is there a filter? Uh, yeah, there's, there's, yeah. Um, Cody's just like leaning against a pillar, like by the bar, like sipping a coffee. <laughs> okay. Uh, Merrick Durham, what are you doing? Are you looking through the jobs? I guess like yeah, you guys know the you know the the like the rules or the yeah. the routine. Yeah, I'm sure we do, right, Durham? I think like as they're going through it, he'll slowly realize there's nothing to to bounce her and get curious and come over. But he definitely starts off just leaning and, and sipping a coffee. Well, uh, we'll look for jobs strictly on the cube because we don't want to leave right now. The way it works is the second you dock into a port, it gives you all available jobs in that port. Oh my God, there's 80 plus jobs just on the cube? Yes. All right, we're going to sort for highest pain. No, no, <laughs> no. We're going to sort for most interesting. Um, there is I don't def- think there's a most. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a filter for <laughs> currency. Um, but within the parameters there's none that is like interesting so yes you you type in a couple like keywords and stuff and you get a list the the most expensive is uh ten thousand credits and then after that there's a bunch for like five thousand each when i see the keyword i i ask can i can i try something um yeah of course yeah i type in a l f alf and hit enter a few things pop up, but it's like parts of words like half and mm-hmm. calf and like stuff like that. Um, but no, no, uh, no things about elf. What's what's the job that has to do with a calf? Yeah, <laughs> um, it is. They're looking for a doctor as they've been having like calf spasms. Oh, yeah. Um. No, that's not us. Not us. <laughs> you trying to get me, Terry? You trying to get me? <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> um, 
Cody looks disappointed and hands back the console. Um, is there like a difficulty level option? Because obviously we're still... <laughs> is there a level? Quests. Yeah. Level one <laughs> quest? Is there a level one quest option? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's filter by most pain and level and see where that gets There us. is no level option. All Damn right. it. There's a suicide mission in here somewhere. All right. Let's look at the... So you said the most average price was 5K? Yeah, so there's one for 10,000, and then there is uh, just like a ton for 5,000. And then like, yeah. uh, because there's so many, there's like pages of like, you know, Little thousands. Points. And you know what I mean? Like, what's, what is what's the 10,000? 10, yeah. What no, is no, it? No, just no, let no. me know. We're not going to do it, but just let me know what it is. Um, when you select it, it says job no longer available. All right. God damn it. And it clears off the list. Barrick, um, you know you know the rules. You never go for the highest paying job. I, I'm just curious. That seems like a bad rule. Do you like no, being poor? We like no, being in the middle. You'll learn that. Traps. 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 Okay. They're just sweet. They're just honeypots to bring you in. Um, you notice that a couple more of the jobs have disappeared. Oh shit. Um cool. I just click on a random five thousand one, I guess. Uh, job no longer available and disappears. Uh, Alright. I feel like hit we're a random fat job. <laughs> Just hit a random 5,000 and just hit accept immediately. Um, as soon as you do, job no longer available. And you notice that like every time that happens, a few more jobs disappear. You're down to like 27. What? Um, I, we keep, we keep I trying. like we need to pick one. <laughs> uh, a couple more jobs down. There, there's like 16 left. Are there any keywords jump out of the last 16? I'm going to do a perception check. See if I notice anything fine. Uh, that's a four. Natural 20. You got a natural 20? I did. <laughs> so the ones that jump out at you is uh, there's a delivery. Um, it's only 200 credits, but it seems very easy. All right. I click on it. That's the most ominous thing I've ever heard <laughs> you say. You, you select it. And finally, this one hasn't disappeared. But when you open it up, you can see the count at the bottom has gone down to like 12. Oh, we have to. We just have to take this for pocket money, gents. Um, and the, the short description is require a discreet courier to transport sensitive documents to a business partner. I'm discreet. And the, uh, the client is Nick's Tuola. We'll take it. Yeah, let's just take it. <laughs> we haven't been on the cube in a long time. It's a good walk around. Cool. As you accept it, um, the jobs go down to five and then there are, there are five left. Should we double job it? Is there anything else that fit like we can do at the same time? The jobs now go down to two. There are two <laughs> remaining jobs on the board. I click on one of them. Yep, it opens up, and it is a bounty. Uh, security drones have gone haywire and need assistance shutting them down. Client is the stalwart Blake security supervisor, Treg Gorskin. Do either of them have like a short duration thing? Like, can we take both and make it work? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, it's not like a time limit thing. Unless it is like oh. specifically says there's a time frame. Uh, you can take as many jobs as you want. Then we'll take this too. Yeah, yeah, let's take that one. Okay, and the, the last one is a task um, for 350. Assistance required with engineering anomaly and suspicious object. And the client is Cube Administration. I tap. Oh, accept. Take it. Hundred <laughs> uh, percent. Okay, you have accepted. That's more so. That's more so Terry accepting than Dern. Fantastic. So yeah, you now have. You can look into a little bit more of the details of the job, but like, there really isn't that much. It really just kind of gives you like a short, a, a, like brief description and the name of whoever put it up. Cool. You're um, good at engineering, right? To Durham. Uh, I, I've, I mean, I dabble a little bit. I'm not Shall we, that great. What order do we want to do these then? I'm almost inclined to do the delivery first should, since it should be the least amount of effort. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Delivery probably is, you know, 
Let's just get it done out of the way. It's just a quick there and back, right? Yeah. And by okay. this point, sorry, just out kind of totally not related to anything. Our resolve is back to normal, right? Yes. It's just a, it's just a delivery. What's what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. I'm with my friends and I'm ready. <laughs> Cody's still unsure of when he's not speaking in quotes. It's all right. Let's uh, turn the. I guess we'll, we'll turn the contract stuff off, and we'll lock up, and we'll head out to go see Nick, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah. Nick's Taloa. Nick's Taloa. Nick's rain that shit down. If you want, you can do a culture check. If anyone has that, I do. <laughs> no, it's my culture plus five. That's a seventeen. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, he's kind of a staple or like a, a prominent businessman. He's a Sharon within the cube. He's got a ton of businesses and kind of has the reputation of being like a cutthroat businessman mm. with his like acquisitions. So like if you have a good business and you end up making it fairly successful, he will probably try to buy it off you. And it's not like the things he does are legal. Sometimes they they skirt just on the outside. He's a he's a master at like finding loopholes and stuff. But he he it's not like he's a mobster or anything. He just tends to like really aggressively go after the things he wants. And he's that, just a, yeah, he's a sure and operating on the human cube. So yeah, um, and he's and he likes he likes success. So like if you build a successful business, he will reward you handsomely for like he doesn't screw anyone over. He he okay. will pay you very well for your business but that is also like you're giving away your business Mm -hmm. um he's very much of the like i'll make you a deal you can't refuse kind of guy he's trying to build an empire all right yeah and one of the other things with with that culture you also know that he is very worker focused like he's been featured in a bunch of like you know hollows of the best employer to work for and one of his quotes one of his like famous quotes is i may run the business but my employees run the business Hmm. Yeah, sure. It's a good work ethic, and <laughs> no, they yeah, they are yeah. With your culture check, it's like yeah, people want to work for this guy. I, so you All guys right. keep saying Sheeran. I assume you don't mean like an Ed Sheeran. Uh, is no, it not a race? Um, it's the bug. The it's bug the bug guys. people. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because I feel like when we say shit like that, we should clarify. Because one, I have no idea, and two, our listeners may not have an idea. <laughs> That's because you're just trying to justify why you did no homework. I did uh, yeah. no homework so I could be, you know, the like the Greek chorus. I'll be like the medium between the audience and uh... oh, the exposition <laughs> character. Exactly. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Well, uh, so yeah, the assurance. So <clears throat> Merrick will describe a little bit the common knowledge of assurance. They're uh, an insect folk that used to be a part of the hive mind. Oh yeah, They're they were good. enslaved to each other, and they over the last thousand years couple hundred years they've gotten their own independence so they really value uh they value the independence so uh they enjoy all the gods they enjoy the choice of religion and hard work independent thought now you know they've they're trying to very much veer away from what they were cool uh, there's still a batch of them that are still following that hive mind though yes that god still does exist dangerous uh, fuckers yeah, so uh, Merrick turns his notebook, writes a new page, titles it Nick Talua, and they head off to Nick's. Yeah, and oddly enough, his like main operation of uh, business is at a bar called Nick's. And it's hmm. his name is N-I-X. Yeah. And it is just called Nick's. And it's like this sort of 
80s Miami lounge kind of thing. Like lots of neon, lots of pastels, a lot of like sparkly booths and stuff like that. And it is Mm -hmm. a, like, he's got like one of those light up dance floors and everything. And he is, it's not really like peak business time. It's still open as like a bar during the day, but like during the night is really when it it gets going. But there's, there's still enough people in the, the place just drinking and maybe having some food. All right, we walk in. Yeah, yeah, you walk in. Um, there is, uh, like I said, a, a decent crowd. Yeah, let me like twenty people in here uh, oh. having some casual, like maybe like lunch drinks, some a couple business meetings here and there. It's a it's a pretty popular spot even on its off time. And you're greeted by Nix, who's standing on top of the balcony overlooking the 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 club, and he says, "Gentlemen, come in. You must be from the tavern." I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Is it that hate obvious? This. <laughs> um, and he pushes his like tiny little glasses up his up his snoot. Of course. Ooh, yeah. snoot. Uh, and he says, "Please come upstairs. Let's do business." All right. We head upstairs. Oh yeah, let's head upstairs. Away. Cody's like bopping his head to the music but the head is the only part that's moving (laughs) um as you enter into his office it is uh it's somehow really really fancy and really really tacky at the same time it like the desk is way too big for the room but you can tell the desk is really expensive um he's got like books and a bunch of stuff like he's got stuffed heads on the wall like just a there's no real coherent theme or style it's just like expensive stuff Wait, and that is like stuffed like trophies and stuff like that okay um so there's like a big sort of like looks like a sea monster of some sort there's like a big tiger looking thing mm-hmm. uh there's a couple of like three-headed dog creatures and like like i said like none of it fits an aesthetic it is just sort of like he probably paid a lot of money for them and he just mm-hmm. wants to show off how much money he spent fair uh Hello, Nix. We are from the tavern. You guessed correctly. I usually do. Please have a seat. Um, and he points to a couch in front of his desk and he sits down in front. That's very generous of you. Yeah, I'll take a seat as well. Yeah, I'll sit down. Uh, Cody stands. <laughs> <laughs> there Don't mind him, Nix. Please tell us, tell us what you need. It's very simple. I require a simple two-step delivery. First, uh, and he pulls out a envelope and he pulls out a bunch of papers and he says, I need this contract. And he shows it to you, like holds it out in front of you. And he says, I need this contract put into the hands of a business partner who's currently in a rather tense acquisition situation. I'm confident that they will see it my way, but... In order to ensure that all parties are treated fairly, we need this paperwork signed. And he slides it forward to you. Or pick it up. Um, And he says, now you'll understand that these documents are sensitive. And while I may have just showed them to you, that was because (laughs) I know you lot are a curious folk. And I would rather show you now what's in the envelope then you think that there is something sinister happening here and go rummaging through it on a later time. Capiche? We're professional. 
man, he he's he's dealt with us before these types of people before, <laughs> Specifically right? Specifically us. It's a time loop situation. One hundred percent. And like <laughs> the amount of adventurers that have opened the box. <laughs> yes. Always. They always um, do. And he then uh stands up and opens a drawer and he pulls out this like ornate wooden carved box and he puts it on the the desk and opens it so that you can see that it's empty and he like kind of turns it around and like shakes it upside down and taps the sides to show you there's no false bottoms and like you know he pulls out like a little scanner and scans over it and shows you the (laughs) results of it now after you get the documents delivered that man will hand over a valuable gift that will be placed inside this box to then be delivered to another of my associates. All right. Who's this other associate? His name is Steven. All right. Give us the address and we'll, we'll do the job. Um, yeah. He opens up his, his like wrist computer and sort of like sends it over your way of, of the two places you're supposed to go. And he says, now again, I do have to stress discretion is paramount in these situations. So I would appreciate that you keep this to yourself. You deliver it quickly and promptly, and you leave the things alone. Sounds good to us, Nix. We've done this before. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, question: Is the box waterproof? He looks at you for a second. He says, "Please don't get the." anything i've given you wet okay um i've got that is fair a nine perception there's the couch that the two boys are sitting on and there's the where what's his name sitting Mm -hmm. anything else like furniture wise in the room Uh, there's like a bookcase and like a filing cabinet okay all right next we'll get this done for you asap yeah yeah we'll take care of this cool as you stand up a knock on the door uh, happens and Nix is like, yes, and a just a giant fucking dude comes in and he's got like these like big gills on the side of his face uh, and he's got sort of like these catfish whiskers um, and he says, boss, your visitors are downstairs, and uh, Nix is like, gentlemen, I hate to do this to you, but would you mind taking the private exit? I would rather this clientele not see myself doing business with a tavern. No, that's very fair. Um, That's very fair. While we leave, do you guys want to give me a hand? And like Cody kind of bends down and like grabs the edge of the couch and grab the other side. What what are you doing? Cody? (laughs) He said we could take a seat. Nick, he's new. He he's very new. Nick actually is like he's like, oh, that is delightful. I like that. I like you. That's great. Now leave, please. Um, Cody and was he, being dead serious. He he's pulls, very confused. He pulls one of the books out of the bookcase and it slides back. And there's like a little private elevator that will take you to the ground floor. Cody kind of like points uh, at the at the sofa and looks at the boys. Uh, co- co- leave, Cody, leave the couch. Cody just follows. Um, and yeah, so you guys take this elevator and it's obviously like the VIP access for when he wants to avoid any sort of, uh, scrutiny entering the, entering and exiting the club, because as you, uh, leave the elevator slides open and it's like a vending machine. And as you leave, it slides back into place covering the, the exit. 
Um, and you're just kind of out on the, the main plaza of the cube now. Cool. Um, do we know like why he would be ashamed to work with a tavern? Well, it's not, I, I assume it's because he's working with someone a little shady. Well, taverns are like not shady, right? Give me a culture check. Do you need to be trained? Yes. Well, either way, I rolled a three, so. Uh, 20, <laughs> unnatural. Um, so it's just a matter of like posturing, right? If you're hiring a tavern, it means you can't do something yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't necessarily imply shadiness or like anything like that. It's more of a power move. Cool. He doesn't want to be seen in front of those specific people requiring help outside of his business. Sounds good. Uh, okay, cool. So you have an address. It is to another bar or restaurant in the, the neighborhood in which you're supposed to bring these contracts. All right. So, uh, yeah, Merrick's got the contracts under his robe and his, in his arms three and four sort of protected. And we uh, head there. Cool. Give me perception checks, everyone. <laughs> oh, cool. The thing we're the best at. We are natural very good at this. 17. That's a 15. 15. Holy shit. Unnatural 20. What the oh, fuck? Oh, yeah. Well, this is very good, boys, because you notice that someone is following you. Um, do we know who like what like what do they look like? Um, you can't really tell. You can tell it's a human. Um okay. and they but like they have a hoodie up and they have very obviously been following you. Got a bogey on our six. You guys keep walking as usual, and I'm going to like maybe during a break in the crowd just kind of dive off to the side to stealth out of the way and then start tailing our tail. Hell yeah. All right, for sure. Merrick and uh no, actually, you know, just give me a stealth check, uh, Jerry. We'll do. Um Unnatural 20. Perfect. Yeah, you're able to there's like a, a group of kids that kind of run past you, and when they do, you kind of take that as cover and you break off. Mm-hmm. And you're okay. able to circle back around. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll just start keeping an eye on our tail and you know see what they're about. Cool. Yeah. Once uh you guys get to a a kind of a break, kind of like a, a crossroads. Uh, sort of situation where the light bridge has gone down to allow for traffic to pass through um, and you're kind of waiting here and the guy who's following you leans in and he gets like within like talking distance and he says 750 credits for the documents uh, Cody whirls and is like who are you who I am doesn't matter who I'm serving doesn't matter all I'm saying is this is a very easy money in fact it's triple the amount you're supposed to be paid all you have to do is give me the documents and we split ways no one will know no one will know no one will know. look i know it's a shocker to some people but we have honor in what we do for who we do it so it's not happening hold on one second and i like take merrick to the side i'm like is is us protecting this being heroes a jobs <laughs> a jobs a jobs this man behind us Cody isn't gonna, he's not some evil villain. He's a shoyster for a competition of Nick's. But what I'm saying is, no heroes. A hero would save the documents. Give me perception checks. Uh, Five. Uh, Fifteen. Cool. Yeah, Dern, you've noticed this guy's long gone. Oh. As soon as these two start having this moral, ethical conversation, he's fucking dipped out. (laughs) Uh, Do I see where he goes at all? Uh, He just kind of fucks off. Okay. Uh, like, yeah, he just kind of disappears over into, uh, like, an alley. We have honor, Cody, until our lives are on the line, all right? I'm just trying to get a whole handle on this hero thing, because I always thought they were good, but okay. I, he, he turns back to the guy, because he definitely hasn't noticed he's gone. Yeah, neither of like, you have noticed he's gone. Sorry, Only knows. excuse uh, uh, hmm. 
he's gone. He's totally gone. That's fine. Uh, and the light bridge activates again, and you can continue walking your way. Piece of advice, Cody. If it seems like the right thing, and it, looks, it sounds incredibly stupid, it's being a hero. Okay. Let's move forward. Yep. You get to the bar, and there's a there's a guy outside kind of wearing the, the Knicks you know, logo on his jacket. And he walks over to you and he says, oh, hello. It, uh, I imagine you have some documents for me. I believe you have something for us. Yes. Yes, of course. Um, and he reaches down into a small bag and he pulls out like a, uh, a velvet bag and he pulls out a small bottle out of that velvet bag. And he says the finest Cassathian death spirits, uh, surely to seal any deal. And he puts it back down and ties it close. What is a Cassathian death spirit? It's a liquor. It's just a really high percentage. Like, it's essentially like Cassathian moonshine, but like, oh, yeah. A- expensive. Oh, I'm Cassathian. I should know that. Yes, yeah, that that's what sense. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is just like, you know, very, very fancy, very, very expensive liquor. Can humans drink this and survive? I mean, most people can't. It, like, it'll just fuck you up. Uh, cool. So we put it inside oh, yeah. the box, right? Correct. And we give him the documents, I guess. The con- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perfect. Um, so, yeah. This is going weirdly smoothly, and I'm not I'm not comfortable. Uh, the next stop would be to his Stevens. business associates, who are kind of, uh, the address is a kind of like a, a transport terminal. Hell yeah. Right. Off to go see Steven. Let's go see Steven. Yeah, let's go talk to Steve. In. So, yeah, you get, uh, you get to the transport terminal, and uh, sure enough, there are uh, a bunch of guys in, like, business suits kind of milling around and the second there's another share in there who sees you and the second he sees you he he like runs over to you and it's like please please tell me you have it what's your name sir it's steven we need to see some id uh he yeah he like opens up his little like wrist computer and opens up his his identification he's like see steven steverson's <laughs> All right, wait, Steven. wait uh, hold on did nicks did nicks mention a last name uh you can look at the contract and yes this is the man you're supposed okay. to be delivering to uh cody walks up all in, like intimidating and like checks it like for longer than is necessary and looks at them checks it again looks at them looks at the boys looks at it again uh merrick hands over the box yeah you you hand it over and he's like thank you i appreciate your uh thoroughness sir uh uh, a bit too much, but you know what? Better safe than sorry. Especially, you know, that's what Steven always says. So uh, I'm just going to go seal this deal real quick. That's what Steven does. And he runs back to the table of like the, the dour looking businessmen and presents it to them. And uh, give me perception checks. Sounds like he's talking about a third person called Steven. Wait, did we give it to the wrong Steven? I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> 14. 14. What did you get? Seven. And I have a ten. Uh, okay, so when you drop it down, you see like the businessman that he hands it to doesn't even open the box. Um, and that is it. You um, you get a little beep on your wrist computers as Steven confirms the delivery, and it says 200 credits added to Maverick. That was an easy one to start the day. Next job. <laughs> Cody just like walks out all happy. My br- My brain hates this. My brain hates all of this. I know, me too. You have two left. You have the bounty, which is uh, dismantling or like dispatching some rogue drones. Yeah, some rogue drones or the um, suspicious object uh, in the engineering department. Um, what's Thanks. just geographically closer? 
You know what? Roll me uh, a d20. 11. Uh, so that will be the bounty. All right, let's go destroy some drones. Now I worry, yeah, sounds fun. I worry that a suspicious object on the space station is more likely to be a bomb that might fuck us up than drones. Oh, that is fair. There was a like a suspicious object attached also, to that. Also, it pays the most. Does that one pay the most? It was 350 right? Uh, yes. So maybe All we right. should deal with that? Oh, sorry, the bounty, the bounty pays the most. The bounty is 500. Oh, yeah, bounty it is. <laughs> yeah, that one pays more. Let's do that. Um, like, like I've said. On your way there, you hear, Hey, hey, wait up. Hey, hey. As a, a little voice uh, comes from behind you guys. Cody turns uh, around and pulls his shotgun out and aims it. <laughs> Cody, 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 Cody. Uh, um, the whole crowd, you're currently on like the main plaza of the, the cube. And like the whole crowd just kind of fucking like dive out of the way and make this like clear path of this small Yosoki woman who's like, she's short, she's bright eyed. She's got dark brown fur with this shock of white that starts in the center of her head and goes down to like halfway her back. Um, she's wearing a, a cube admin uniform emblazoned with the cube's crest on it. Uh, and most notably, her thumb, her right thumb, has been replaced by like a metal mechanical one. The second he sees it's like admin from the cube, he like immediately holsters his gun and says like clear. Awkwardly. Uh, and she just stands Ooh. there and she's like, uh, new friend? New friend. Very, Very new. Sorry. Very, Very new. new. Um, she kind of like takes a second to collect herself and then kind of bounds on over to you, Cody. She's, hi, I'm Thimble. I'm Cody. Um, and she shakes her hand with a surprising grip. Cody Dalton Storm McLean. Oh, that's a lot of names. You have a lot of strength in your hand. And she, she gives you a wink and she says, uh, hi, Darren. And she kind of like shyly looks at you. Um, hey. It's, uh, it's been a while since you've been back. Uh, yeah, I guess it has. Uh, how, how you been doing? Good. How you been doing? Doing good. Good. Good talk. Good talk. Sorry to interrupt, but we're on business. Oh, thank God, Merrick. Yeah, we're on business. Um, I know one of our contracts was for the admin. Do you have anything to do with that? She says, uh, yeah, I think there's a few admin contacts. Actually, they should probably be a bunch. We haven't had a tavern dock in ages. They all disappeared quickly today. Are you sure? What do you mean disappeared? We, there were about 80 plus contracts when we landed, and we kept on trying to click on all of them, and by the time we were able to collect clicked on any there were about 30 they were disappearing at a highly abnormal rate um she opens up her little wrist computer and she starts tapping she says no you guys are the only tavern docked right now so that doesn't make it you know what it's pretty much the story of the cube our communication system is garbage so there's a good chance we might just have to send a tech over and and reboot the tavern console i will hold on i'll schedule it right now and she starts scheduling it and she's like, okay, perfect. Uh, they'll be there ASAP. I don't know when. We're kind of backed up. But hopefully, we'll be able to get this sorted out. And you'll be having the the pick of the job since you're the only ones here. While she's talking, Cody moves over to Durin and says, what if it wasn't the reactors that they took, but the thing that gets us the jobs? What if whoever took them is here and they're doing something nefarious? What would they take that takes the jobs? I don't know take all the jobs so we were forced to take specific jobs or i don't know i'm very new to this world thimble looks over That's at you right. guys and she's like uh want to share with the class or don't mind um, that thimble. this is a class what am i what am i learning uh, do you have a history of all the of all uh, previous jobs from today uh, i mean yeah i could i could probably pull it up it'll take a second it's 
it's something I have to access back at the guild HQ because, you know, I'm not a tavern, so I can't pull up the contracts list. But why yeah, don't I, we I go can... with her, Durin? Just the two of you, and you can find out. No, I think no. Durin would rather come with us, eh, Durin? I think the two of you together could get a lot of work done, Durin. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't mind the company, Durin. She seems very efficient, and so are you. You know the most. <laughs> Durin. He's, just like, he's just staring, like, dead eyes at Cody right now. Yeah, let's go do that. I'm going to I'm gonna sense motive. Oh, okay. You know what? I got a 14. Okay, well, that's enough to determine that Durin does not want to go. I assume, Durin, that is correct. You don't want to go. Um, It's mixed. It's just like more so he doesn't want to get forced into that situation. So he's just kind of like dead-eyeing him. But he's like, right. All right. It, it, Cody immediately goes, no, we have a job. And like pulls Durin. See <laughs> <laughs> you later. Thimble just looks at Merrick and she's like, all right, well, good to see you, Merrick. I guess I'll see you at the bar when you guys are open. Well, yeah, I'll make you your special drink when you come by, but please look into what happened this morning. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Like I said, I, I got to swing by the guild, but not, not a problem. I, I know some friends who might be nearby, so if you see any contracts taken by Moon Dancer or Nightcrawler, just let me know. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Thank you, Thimble. And she she bounds off into the crowd. Turn. Why are you why are you scared of this lady? Is she a killer? No. No. Far worse. Oh god. An ex. Hello, friends. It's your space GM, Dane, here. This is just a quick little break to do, you know, the things. First and foremost, thank you for checking out episode two. Uh, I'm glad that you enjoy the show. I really hope that you guys hang around. Um, I will tell you, uh, no spoilers, but episode three and four get pretty buck wild. We are releasing every other week. uh, So the next episode will be in two weeks from now. If you haven't already and you are enjoying the show, please consider heading on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on and leaving us a five-star rating. It would really help get the show off the ground and get it on its feet. Also, if you have a friend who might enjoy it, uh, consider recommending us. That would be incredible, and we would thank you and love you forever. If you do want to reach out to us and and talk to us and let us know what you think about the show, or if you want to just engage with other people who are listening and maybe get some of the fan theories going, if you want to share some uh, fan art or character art, we would love to see that as well. So you can reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter at NoQuestCast, and you can use the same thing as a hashtag, hashtag NoQuestCast, and that will help us find your stuff and uh, better engage with you guys. So once again, thank you very much for checking out episode two. We cannot wait to release the other episodes that we've recorded. We are very proud of them and we're very excited to, to let you hear them. Um, and it is, it is so very, very important to us that you guys are enjoying it. So thank you very much. Now let's get back to the show. You guys get a, a little notification on your your communication devices um, of a incoming call. Let's check. Uh, yeah, you open it up and it's uh it's uh Trey Gorskin, the the security supervisor of the Stalwart Blades, which are the Stalwart Blades are the security force, kind of like the police aboard the cubes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh yeah, that's what this one's for. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he says, gentlemen, 
Good to meet you. I hear you're the ones who have uh, accepted the contract. That's us. And he's a big, he's a huge Vesk. Just fucking built. Like a brick shit house. <laughs> like a brick shit house. <laughs> um, yeah, he's just a big, big Vesk. Uh, and he says, fantastic. Now, I have some information here. Unfortunately, we are spread thin. Usually, this is something that we could deal with in a second. But with the drones going haywire, we had to pull them all off the streets which means that currently the streets are undefended so we have put all of our human bodies which are usually monitoring and used for you know backups and emergencies they're now on the streets acting as eyes and ears which usually are you get it right now we're stretched thin i'm stressed i need you to just go take out these specific drones thankfully all the other ones seem fine we're running diagnostics but these are the ones that have gone absolutely Bat shit crazy. They have locked themselves in a cargo bay. We have also secured the doors. I am sending you over the security clearances to open it. And you get like a little ping. Um, and he says, just please, we will overlook the destruction of property and how much these things actually cost. We just need to make sure they don't hurt anyone who is innocent. Aye, aye. What are their offensive capabilities? They have mostly non-lethal uses. They can have main hand-to-hand combat if forced, but they have uh, sticky grenades, which will usually, uh, you know, trap targets, uh, and then they also have a taser, which will uh, stun you and potentially put you down. What what caused them to go mad like this? I wish I could tell you. I wouldn't have had to pull my entire electronic fleet off, but right now, as far as we can tell, nothing has caused this. All the other drones are fine. It is just these three specific ones. All right, we'll take care of it. What kind of AI do they have? I don't know if there is a specific thing in Starfinder, but these are pretty rudimentary, like, just scanny drones. Okay, okay. That's what, that's more or less what I was checking to see if, like, they had a uh, an intelligence to them or not. No, no, no. They are specifically, like, you know, if they detect problems, they will report to a human, uh, yeah. like, officer. All right. This shouldn't take us too long. Let's get smashing. All right, yeah. So you get to the cargo bay uh, area that they have kind of barricaded themselves in and when you get to the keypad there is like a little uh, a place to put in a security code all right everyone ready merrick turns his little ball of black light into its full saber cody pulls out his shotgun or his gulch gun Duran is going to send a text to thimble let's grab a drink later Ooh. um you get a bunch of smiley faces back Duran, we're on the job uh, sorry. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, he pulls out his, uh, yeah, just keep my uh, my rifle at my side at this point. Okay, perfect. Um, who is putting in the code? I'll put the code in. Um, as you do, you, you plug it in, and it says, access denied, override. And it goes, brr, brr. <laughs> Well, we tried. I call back Greg, whatever his name is, Gregson. Treg? Uh, Greg. The, the line is busy. We'll have to find another way in, I guess. Uh, I'm going to try to do a computer's check. Yeah. Oh, that's a nine. Uh, no. I have very bad everything, basically. <laughs> All right. I'm going to engineer the door to just open. Okay. And I don't know if that's how that works. Nope. I do have a DC for an engineering check. All right. Ooh, 27. Damn. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You pull open the, the cable or, or like where the, the cords lead out of the, the like console to, to open the door mm-hmm. and you follow it down to where it, it leads into the door and you just snap one of the wires and you hear like a as the door slides open and three drones are 
waiting there for you. They have like a upper body, but their lower body is just sort of like a thruster kind of thing. So they have no legs and they're just kind of flying there. And they say, traitors detected, traitors detected, treasonous, treasonous, treasonous. Merrick, can you, can you talk him down? Well, let's roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I am not good at rolling dice. Well, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a real mixed bag for me today. It's, it's been greater, terrible. very bad for me the entire time. Yeah, during the beginning I was doing real well, and then the second I got my boss out, who could explode you with hugs, <laughs> uh, I could roll over a fucking like five. Nothing was more disappointing than that, that fumble. I, I'm still thinking about it. You know what, guys? We got to go back. We got to start again. Yeah, we just, we got to start we just again. Gotta start no, all one, no one said, okay, okay, boomer. Oh, damn. No one that said sucks. it. That sucks. Damn Everyone's it. going to have disadvantage on all the rolls for the rest of the campaign. Fuck, we got to go back. Oh. We got to start again. All right, give me your initiative, boys. Uh, I rolled a 12. Merrick rolled 12. What's your dexterity? Uh, plus one. Okay. 11 for me. Yep. I got a nice little eight. Now, remember that my first first level thing boosts my initiative by four. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I rolled a two. So the drones go first, and they are going to... Two of them are going to launch their sticky bombs at you. So... Have to? Uh-oh. <laughs> I rolled a one. Um, so <laughs> the one aims its fucking grenade launcher at you, and... There's just like a, as the grenade goes into him instead of out of him. <laughs> I hate when you that just happens. Hear, you just hear like a, <laughs> um, and now he's going to have to make a reflex save. Uh, okay. So he succeeds, but I'm going to give him a minus two as his insides are all gunked up now. And the other one, let's see if he hits you. Okay. That'll do it. That's a, that's 28 against your EACs. Oh, that will, that, that succeeds. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yes, yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, Jesus. All right, so everyone has to give me a reflex save, please. All right. Ooh, it's a 21. 17. 18. All right. Well, we boys. All right. We did good, you boys. You did all right. You managed hey. watching the first one kind of like gunk himself up, gave you a, like enough of a chance to realize what was coming and the opening volley of sticky grenades were coming your way. So you're, bo- you're all able to get out of the way. Um, and the... Third one is going to just slam into you guys, or attempt to uh, slam into Merrick. That is a 12 against your KAC. Not going to do it. All right. Well, he goes, like, just thrusters, like, full force, trying to just, like, headbutt you. And you're able to just kind of, like, casually step aside, and he goes flying behind you. So you now have one drone behind you and two in front of you in the the cargo bay. So is, is the one behind us reachable by melee weapons? Yes. Am I up? Uh, it is your turn, Merrick, yes. Cool, I'm going to go into neutron mode this time. And so this time a dull purple light goes around Merrick as he swings his black blade at the drone behind us. That's a natural 19 plus... Yep, you did So that's a 23 <laughs> yep. for 7 damage. Uh, okay, perfect. Uh, it is now Durin's turn. All right. Yeah, I know they're not living. I'm not. I'm cool with using my just my straight rifle on probably one of the ones that are farther away from us. Sure. I, I'm. Do I incur an attack of opportunities on the guy that's in melee range? Oh no, no, no. He was okay. he was closer to uh, to Merrick. All right. So I'll just take aim at one of those boys. Uh, I did make a mistake earlier. I can't do a trick attack with a sniper rifle. Oh, oh, right. Because it's not an operative weapon, right? 
Uh, it's not that. I have to take a certain, like, operative, like, feet thing to do that. Okay. Otherwise, it's just small arms. That's all right. We're living and learning. Well, I guess yeah. Boomer's still alive, though. <laughs> uh, would Boomer still be alive with three more HP? No. Okay, then we're good. <laughs> it didn't change anything. Okay, yeah, we're good. All right. Taking a shot. Pretty decent. Um, I have a 18K uh, kinetic. Yep. Taking aim. Firing. He feels weird that he's been using this gun more often lately. Um, and that's six points of damage. Okay. Um, so that will be that will be number two. Okay, sounds good. And it's now Cody's turn. Uh, is anyone within arm's reach? Uh, yes, you are near the one that uh, Merrick attacked. Does Merrick have it? Fuck it. Uh, you know, I can do a computer check real quick to see if there's anything I can do to, like, disable them and not destroy them. Because I know they said they were chill with the damage, but I'm sure they'd be happier, you know, without it. Uh, that is a, I think, seven. Nope. Oh, it's a ten. It's a ten. Nope. Okay, uh, I'm punch it then. Yeah. Okay, that's an 18. That'll do it. All right. That's five points of damage. Just fucking, I want to like, hey, so am I behind it or like side to side with? You're kind of at the side of it. So it's sort of right in front of Merrick. You've managed to like step out of the way of the grenade. And so now you're like to the side of it. Yeah. Okay. I just want to like clock it across the jaw as it's like distracted with Merrick. Like yeah. straight on that button by the neck, just you do that as its head just sort of like you. You can hear the like pull of wires and like cables inside of it as it starts sparking. Um, it is the drone's turn, so the one that's in front of you, Merrick, is going to attack you. Sure, that is a nineteen against your kinetic. That will do it. All right, so. Uh, you will take five points of robot damage as it um, <laughs> it like gets clocked by Cody and it sort of mirrors the exact same left hook kind of motion and clocks you on the jaw. Um, cool. And then the other two are going to... One's going to try to shoot another sticky grenade at you guys. That's a 19 against yep. your EACs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, cool. So everyone has to give me a yep. reflex save. That's a nat one. Uh oh. Natural twenty. <laughs> Thirteen. Now, did you roll a ten, right? Me, I rolled. I rolled an eleven, and I added oh. two. Because if you rolled a ten, it would have been a one, a ten, and a twenty. It would have been very funny. So everyone succeeds except for Cody, <laughs> and I rolled maximum. You're entangled for eight rounds. <laughs> Damn. Is there anything I can do to be not entangled? Um. Yes, you can take a round to cut yourself free if you have a slashing weapon. Cool. Can we assume I have a knife, considering I was sticking things to the wall? All your knives are currently in the wall of the tavern. That You know what? That actually probably makes sense more. I can still shoot from entanglement. It's okay. Yeah, I think you take some men- like penalties. Mm-hmm. But uh, is there no like strength to pull out or anything? Not. It doesn't look like it. Okay. I'll look it up. Actually, you know what? Yes, I'm going to go with the... There's two DCs here. I'm going to go with the lower one is a strength DC to break it. Cool. Because that's just how I want to do it. Cool. Um, and then the last one comes at um, Durin for yep. uh, an eight. Against. Yeah, he doesn't hit you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> you know. Oh, actually, so apparently you can escape with either acrobatics or strength. Okay, perfect. Um, acrobatics is DC 10 plus weapons item level plus attacker's dex modifier, and strength is 15 plus weapons item level plus dex modifier. Okay, perfect. So you just tell me what you want to do. 
Yep, cool. Um, Merrick, it's your turn. So the guy I was attacking before is still alive? Yes, he is sparking, and now there's one right in front of Durin as well. I'm going to finish off the one that's sparking. Sure. Or attempt to. That's a natural 20. Ooh, confirm that critical, baby. That's an 18 to confirm. Yep, that'll do it. Does your weapon have any cool... Do Solarian things have any cool... Not like, yet. No? I need to get crystals to get cool stuff. Okay. Oh, it's not a good crit. It's only eight. Well, that's enough to do it. How do you kill this boy? Just classy. I know it's going to go down. I have complete faith in myself. So Merrick just swings at it wide, like wide knowing it's going to hit, cleaves the robot, and quickly turns to face the robot attacking Durin. Uh, perfect, yeah. It goes down in a, in a like a... As it just kind of like all the parts that are being held together by like electromagnetism just kind of all fall to the to the ground in, in a heap. Uh, then I'll move up to the robot fighting Durin. Perfect. Um, it is your turn, Cody. Uh, I'm going to try acrobatics out of this thing. Okay. Uh, that's not going to work. That's a six. Nope. You are stuck. Um, is that my action? I will. I, I don't that's know. My so I'm gonna, move. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to say no. So you can still take an action. You can shoot if you want. Yeah, it's a move action. Uh, yeah, I will shoot. I'm going to try shoot the one uh, that shot the grenade at me. Is that okay. the further one? He's the only one who's far away now. Yes. Cool. As you within 20 feet? Sure. Cool. God fucking Jesus. How about an eight? How's an eight nope. going to do you? That's not going to do it. Uh, yeah, I'm like try to like angle my shotgun up, even though I'm like spider web to shit. I'm just like send it off, but it goes nowhere. Cool. It is the drone's turn. So the one next to Dern is going to try to hit him. Uh, that's going to be a 13 against your. Uh, no, but I think he might have skipped me. Yes, you did. Oh, I did. I did. I did. I did. I believe I'm after Merrick. Yes. Sorry. Go take your turn. Yeah, no worries. Um, all right. So since he's close now, I'm going to drop my rifle, just like straight up drop it, move back. And I'm going to like, not sure if I have to make a check for that to move away without. No, no, you can five foot. Okay, five foot back, draw out my uh, my pistol and just take a shot at him. Sure. Uh, 18 E AC. Yep. And just three points of electric uh, electric damage. All right. Now it's labeled as non-lethal, but I don't I'm not sure how that works against these i'm pretty sure it's just standard damage since he's a machine right you know we'll say yes right now yes like i'll look at i'll look into it while we're going in between turns cody i gave you your turn uh now it's the drone's turn the one furthest away is now going to charge you cody or not charge but fly at you uh so 18 against your kinetic i believe that'll hit yeah okay you're going to take seven points of damage as it connects yeah. hard, as it sort of like just torpedoes itself. It like puts itself horizontal and just like head to chin. Yeah. Cody's like desperately trying to bring his hands up, but he's just like stuck. <laughs> he got even probably more stuck trying to get a shotgun out. So his hands are <laughs> down holding that. And he's just like, ah, um, 18 against you, Dern, your kinetic AC. Oh, that's definitely a hit. Um, as the one that you're currently fighting, he steps forward and or floats forward and just two hands over his head just comes down on the top of your head. Oh, no. Uh, that's seven points of damage as well. Oh, that's literally all my stamina. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, mine's pretty much that hurt a lot. <laughs> Damn. It's like such a bad headbutt. <laughs> it's like, I'll fuck you up. Uh, Merrick, it's your turn. I'm going to step behind the one fighting Durin, flanking yeah, it. Sure. 
And I'm just going to swing at it with the Solarian Blade. Oh, boys, I was feeling very confident about this fight till about a minute ago. <laughs> Unnatural 20. Yeah. For five points of damage. Um, Durin, it is your turn. You're currently okay. flanking one of them, and then there's another one uh, beside Cody. With his head halfway through my head. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm going to tr- attempt a trick attack with some stealth. You know, try to, like, I don't even know how that would, how that would work in this situation, to be honest. I well, now that, do it. now that you're flanking, I feel like you've got a distractive, you know what I mean? Like, you've got a partner, okay, so maybe, okay. you, maybe you, you know, bob and weave. Yeah, yeah, do a little bob weave, maybe uh, go in between someone's legs a little bit. Yeah. Not allowed to move during this, you know? Um, so, per, uh, probably my worst stealth so far. 15? Um, and it is... not enough. No, what's the DC? It's 20, right? It's 20 plus, plus the CR. Yeah, so no. It, uh sort of like puts its scanner out and goes threat detected threat detected <laughs> yeah. all right um i then i guess let's just do a standard attack with it let's do it uh 22 yes eac yep unable to hide but still able to hit with four points of electricity damage that is enough how do you finish it off um just straight up just an arc bolt of, sh- of electricity just goes from my gun right into like one of its main like uh cores and just short circuit itself as it just falls to the ground uh, as it hits the ground it just goes traitor um, and now cody it's your turn the last remaining drone currently just like headbutting you uh i can punch while i'm entangled right what's the sure. you know what? i may as well try the acrobatics because there's no negative oh um god damn it the only negative is that roll that's a nine no, you don't it even do hit it. the the bottom. Oh my god! As you you try to like bend down to get like a good like hop out, but your butt touches the other like the sticky foam, and now your butt is also so you're like oh, in a constant so stuck. Squat. Well, yeah. guess what? That didn't help my punch. I need my butt very much for my punching. So that's only a twelve. No, to hit. not good enough. As you like, you lean down. You're like, well, at least I can get him with an uppercut, and you don't. You just kind of throw your fist up, but you also don't rise with it and mm-hmm. just just whiff it. Damn, um, I'm a shamed android right now. That's a going to be this. This drone is now looking to be like target neutralized, target destroyed, and will try to. His like fists are just going like rapid fire, like and starts walk or moving towards you with a. Uh, 17 kinetic. I'll do it. And just begins like rapid fire punching you just straight at the top of the head. Uh, four. Uh, four points of damage. Four points? All yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> Cody Mother's pain don't hurt as he like spits blood. Uh, Merrick, it is your turn. Right now, this drone is just using a very stuck Cody as a punching bag. Is it whose go is it, sir? It's your turn, Merrick. Fantastic. I'm going to say reach out with all the graviton energy in my body, I needed to roll a fortitude save. Ooh. Does this affect constructs? Uh, it is pulling it towards me, so I'm going to say yes. Okay, fair enough, because it is immune to fort saves, but that makes sense to me. Uh, it rolled a natural 20. Damn. And never mind. <laughs> I'm then going to move up towards it. It's like back end kind of turns up towards you, but it's just giving a new vantage point of like a new section <laughs> of Cody's face to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is Durant's turn. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I guess I'll keep doing what I've been doing. You know, try to do another trick attack, right? Try to get in there, try to be sneaky such. Getting some movements. Um, I got a 27 on the stealth. Uh, 27 will do it, yeah. 
Yep, just trying to sneak around. I'm assuming he wasn't close to me, right? Just kind of sneak around. Um, yes, he's he's a little bit further. Than, he's like 10 feet away. Yeah, so like it's easy, a little easier to move about. Try to be a little sneak sneaks as I do seven points of damage with a with a four from my trick attack. Okay, and how much from because you said your your gun is electricity, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, that's actually doing more damage. So how much is the electricity? Uh, three, but if he's a construct, he's he must be immune to um, non-lethal, so this might not even be doing anything to him. Yeah, I don't know. He, it says he's vulnerable to electricity, so you know what? So I'll just keep it normal damage. Okay. Right? That's, yeah, that's because the... it is specifically shock damage, yeah. so if that's if that's a thing he's vulnerable to, then yeah, it probably yeah. It could do damage. So I will I will negate the, the vulnerability because it's non-lethal, but I will still yeah. let us do damage because it's electricity. Okay, cool. Um, it is Cody's turn. <laughs> Cody's just like so, so not enjoying this. He's just like blood is streaming down his face. Fuck it. Uh, acrobatics check. That's a 20. There we go. Hell yeah. Let's get it. I just he, he, like all his limbs bend in a way a person shouldn't be able to as like his android nature like takes over and he just like like just warps his way out of it. And he's going to do a big punch. Oh, hell yeah. That's a 20. Unnatural. Hell yeah, that'll do it. Fucking good. I rolled two 16s in a row. Uh, that's six points of punch damage, this thing. Fuck as, yeah. like, he like, kind of, like, erupts upwards and, like, throws the, like, fists aside and then headbutts him himself. Perfect. As you do, it kind of, like, flips around on it. Like, the head goes underneath it and it has to, like, sort of rebalance itself. It is its turn, though. And it's going to actually attack Durin. Because Durin is the scariest person right now. After watching you, you flail a lot, Cody. Get my butt stuck. That's not intimidating. I know. Um, So So, that's a 17 against your kinetic AC. Can I get bot? Is it attacking melee damage? It is attacking melee, yes. Can I get bot? Get the Durin without a provoking attack of opportunity for me? Uh, Durin moved up, didn't you? Oh, shit. Uh, No, no, I didn't have to be close. I just have to be within 30 feet. Oh, well, in that case, it would have kept attacking Cody. Okay. All right. Uh, Sorry, Cody. So seventeen. That hits. Uh, That's another four points of damage. Hell yeah! Let's do it. Cody's face falls off. (laughs) Um, Merrick, it's your turn. I'm already there, so I'm gonna go for an attack. Uh, Am I? I'm flanking it with Cody, right? So yes, you would be. Seventeen. Yep, that'll do it. And then as a red glow comes over me for switching to photon mode, uh, that will be seven points of damage. That does it. How do you kill him? Get vengeance from my friend Cody, and I go to cut his face off in retaliation. So yeah, you just find the like the perfect panel of like his face circuitry and just take it right off. And once again, it just goes, stop, traitor, and then just falls backwards and shatters into little bits. And you have successfully destroyed all the robots. I'm so fucked up. <laughs> you, have a, you said you had a serum, right? Uh, I do, yeah. I don't know if I, like, should take it. Well, at least take the t- we can take the 10 minutes for you to at least do your stamina. Um, yeah, you maybe. get a call on your wrist things being, like, uh, from Treg. Hey, Treg. Job's complete. I can see that there's no more uh, robot signatures down there. Good job. Really appreciate men and and creatures like you, as he kind of like doesn't want to use the wrong terminology. They That's fair. Kept calling us traitors. I don't know if that helps you at all, but 
well, no, that's why we kind of quarantined them, was because they were choosing everybody as traitors. They nearly opened fire on a school. Dear God. What if we are all traitors? Don't mind that. <laughs> Cody's just like lying <laughs> flat on his back, resting right now. I'm going to spend a resolve point. <laughs> um, he sees you guys and the, the shape you're kind of in, and he says, If you want, I could send uh, a medic your way. It might take a couple moments, maybe 10 minutes to get in there. Cody just like looks into the like feed and like vomits a little blood. (laughs) So yes, he will send over a stalwart blade mystic. Um, They are. Oh, with 10 minutes. uh, I'm going to use a resolve point then. Yeah, that's awfully nice of me. I went. How much do we get back for resolve? Do we get resolve? We'll get all your stamina back. Mm -hmm. Sick. Um, And who took HP damage? Oh, I did. I did not. I think it was just Cody. Just going. Um, okay, so you're going to get uh, 11 points of HP ah, back. Perfect. I was down cool. 15 total. <laughs> uh, who else took damage? No, I'm good. I just okay. you, I lost all my stamina in one all hit, right. so I was very scared. Perfect. Um, so the Mystic, you can tell he's like so busy and kind of pissed that he had to like leave his watch to come take care of you guys. He hits you with a, a heal spell and uh, just hops back on his scooter and fucking takes off. Hell I yeah. can just imagine that moped. That yeah. <laughs> Nobody wins a fight. Cody grunts as he stands back up and like wipes the blood off his face. Can we- don't worry, Cody. We'll get to relax since we get all these contracts finished. One more. I was down to four HP. Oh, God. That's scary. Because it's zero, <laughs> you're dead, right? Yeah. You know, or dying. Like dying, yeah. Um, so you get a notification being like 500 credits added to the Maverick. Damn. Uh, Cody, can you run a quick diagnostic on these guys just to see what went wrong? This technology is unfamiliar to me. You know that, like, if you would, you have what's your computer score? Uh, mine's seven. God damn, you're doing so much better than me, dude. You should do I'm it. Still think. <laughs> All right. Sure. Either way, it's like you can tell that Cody's working with obsolete shit. Like he's trying to fit connections to these things that they don't even have ports for. He's got he's got AV cables. Basically, yeah, like that's partly why he just rolled a nine. OK, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll attempt it just to. Oh, no, no. I mean, 12, but I doubt it's going to be enough. You really don't see anything wrong with this. And with the fact that the blades are doing like diagnostics on all theirs and not finding anything, that the likelihood that you out here with no real equipment are going to be able to discern anything would be surprising now. Is there lootable shit on these boys? There is not. All right, let's press on. Um, You guys have successfully completed two of the three jobs that you have taken. Uh, The last one remaining is located in the engineering uh, decks of the cube. The only thing, the only real information you have is that there has been an engineering anomaly and suspicious, suspicious object. I'm actually really excited about this one. I'm very scared about this one, but let's fucking do I'm it. I'm terrified. I already got my it. face beat to within an inch of my life. Um, so when you get down there, you take this like long elevator down and you reach into, there's like a, a just a solid blue glow, almost similar to the kind of glow that you got in the, uh, the reactor room of uh, the Maverick. This is essentially like all the ships have pooled together. So there is a large core of them that have dedicated just their ship's reactors to keeping the, the thing powered. But you're not at that level. You're sort of in like the exhaust port level. So where they're funneling out some of the heat that the reactors create. And you get there and you're met by two of the cube 
technical uh, workers. And one of them is on like a comms unit and he's just chattering uh, nonstop about like diagnostic stuff and trying to troubleshoot. And another guy comes up to you and he goes, uh, you must be the tavern guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes. us. All right. Perfect. So we got a little bit of a situation here. Explain it. What's going on? Well, it might be easier for, for you to just see it. Uh, follow me. And him and his buddy, who's still like just constantly on the phone, uh, lead you down this long corridor. And he says, now, look, I'm no I'm, I'm more of a guy that, you know, plugs in the things that, where he's told to plug in. I, I clean the things that I'm told to clean. Um, that's a bomb, right? And he points to a small package that has been fixed uh, onto the surface of one of the exhaust ports. Oh, sh- can I make an engineering check? I would love you to. Um, 19. Uh, yeah, that's without a doubt a bomb. I, I look at him like, if this, if let's just hypothetically. Oh God, it's a, a bomb. bomb. Oh, it's a bomb. Yeah, 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 oh, it's a bomb. It's a bomb. It's, it's a bomb. Oh, it's uh, a- yeah, yeah, it's a, so, uh, if that were to hypothetically be a bomb and go off, that would kill everyone, right? No, 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 it would kill everyone. It would definitely cause severe radiation poisoning it would Mm. definitely sear people's flesh to the point of maybe death mostly just excruciating pain as uh reactor exhaust gets thrust up into the main plaza cool awesome you don't have protocol for this should i shoot it no No. everyone even the guy on the phone is like no (laughs) no (laughs) cody nods he says, we've got protocol, but right now there is some sort of cube emergency happening up at the Guild HQ. No one is answering our calls. We have, we've been on hold forever. Every now and then we get a supervisor that's transferring us to another supervisor. So we figured we would go to someone who would actually take our call. The Tavern, thank you. We appreciate you. Great work you're doing. We love it. <laughs> What's your name, sir? <laughs> My name is Greg. Thanks, Greg. Oh, are you related to Treg? You mean the security supervisor? Yeah, I'm, I'm related to one of the most powerful men on the station, and I'm working here. Cool, Congra- thank you. Congratulations. It's nice to have family. I just recently got family. Greg, take the guy on the phone here, and, and both of you should probably get out of here. Hey, you, you don't have to tell me twice. I'm out of here. Maybe check the cameras to see uh, who put that thing here. He looks up, and there is actually a camera overlooking the, the, the exhaust port. He says... That's a good idea. You know what? We'll go back. We'll review the footage. He tosses you a like a little walkie-talkie, and he says, "Anything happens, you tell us. And we find anything, we'll tell you. We'll keep in contact, but you know, we'll be not here." If you hear an explosion, we've probably messed up. Yeah, if you if you were not responding, yeah, there's a problem. Oh, hey, don't worry. If I hear an explosion, I will have the skin melted off my flesh, so you don't have to worry about what I'm hearing or not hearing. The only thing I'll be hearing is, uh, you know, the the searing screams of my good friend Freg here. <laughs> is he also all right, Freg? Greg, Freg <laughs> and Greg. All right, all right, Freg and Greg. Say hi to Freg if you see him. It's a common cube name. All right, um, Darren, this is going to be on you front. Cool. Uh, with my previous engineering check, do I have the ability to uh, disarm it? Does I, do I see it as being disarmable? It is definitely disarmable. It Here's how this is going to work. You guys can roll different checks on it, and this will either get you bonuses or re-rolls on your disarm checks. So it's going to take three successful disarm checks to disarm the bomb, 
Oh no. Um, but in between those checks, you can do other skills, and I will. You can tell me what you have or what you want to do, and I'll tell you if it'll work or not. Um, yeah. And that will either give bonuses that you can use after you roll to boost your scores, or it allow you to re-roll if you're not confident in the result. All right. Okay. I don't have, I so don't have much of this. With the first uh, engineering check, you know that you would need to roll a 15 to be a, to have a successful disarm check. Okay. Um, I'm going to roll a raw perception to help. That's a great idea. Bonuses would be nice. That's just an eight. Uh, nope. You do not notice anything. Can I do like an athletics or an act? Uh, sorry, athletics or acrobatics to like deftly like you know spread the wires or like you know to do kind of like the the physical like <laughs> specific shit. I will let you do an acrobatics mm-hmm. once to get a, a good look at the guts of the bomb. Cool. Yeah, just to be like like that fine like almost surgeon's hand like yes. Um, cause I don't really know what else would do that. Maybe slide hand, I guess. Ugh, that's an 11. Um, you get a look in there, but like this, uh, you, like you don't know. All right. It's all you, Darren. So, well, every, like everyone should roll me a perception check. All right. I'll roll another I know one. someone that's rolled there. one already and didn't do it. All right. That's a 16. Okay. 19. That's bad. Perfect. Okay. So th- with those two, um, you notice that there are a small batch of wires on the back side of the bomb that you wouldn't have known to look for um, and are integral to disarming it. So you now have, you can bank a plus two and you can use that after you roll. After I roll. After okay. you roll. Okay. So you have one plus two bonus. Plus two after roll. All right, all right, all right. Um, is there a like a timer attached to it or do I see what's going to set it off? So that will be a computer's check. If everyone wants to roll me a computer's check, whoever can. I don't have it. That's a nat one. 22. Okay. With that, you notice that um, you notice the arming mechanism and uh, you notice that it isn't timed, but remote. That's far worse. Uh That's so much worse. Um, But that earns you another plus two. Is there any way to like block the signal? Say if I gummed it up with my restraining spinneret? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) How, How good are you at making a Faradite cage? Do you have, does anyone have culture? Oh, I have culture. All right. Hit me with a culture. So much culture. That's a 21. That's enough. Uh, So you notice that this bomb is actually Sinonin in uh, design. They have a very unique brand and a unique way of handling explosives. And that is, that is what this is. Who are the Sinonins? They are the empire. The only empire that is not part of the Federation. Oh, sons of bitches. So that earns you another plus two, I believe. Hold on. Okay, okay. So I have, we have three plus twos. Yep. What's your modifier? Um, my modifier is a 10. That's pretty good. All right, that puts us in good shape. So, so we got a, what, 25% chance of failure with each roll? Yeah. Um, does anyone have physical science? Nope. No. <laughs> no. Does anyone have profession soldier? No. Nope. Does anyone have mysticism? Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Well then, boys, <laughs> you have all of the information that you're going to learn. Can I pilot a knife to the right wire and cut it? Absolutely not. <laughs> Can I diplomacy with the bomb? Yeah. Can I ask it nicely to, to chill out? That I like. So it is now time to... I will Shoot. also allow uh, one person 
to roll engineering checks alongside them as an aid. I don't have it. I don't so have must... it. Okay. Right. Well, Durin, <laughs> you have three checks to make of a DC 15 engineering. You have three plus two bonuses that you can use all on one roll if you want. Like so. Thank God, because if, if some nat one, right? Uh, well, if it's a nat one, that's something we have to talk about. All right. Okay. Now. Don't do that to me. Don't don't put that pressure it, on me. Is it like death rolls where if he rolls three fails, we die, and if he rolls three successes, or is it like he rolls three, and if he gets two out of the three, we're good? Like, or does he just have to get three straight, or else it explodes? He needs to get three successes. And that is all I will say about this. I'm actually scared. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, you guys might want to take a few steps away from here. We're in this together. I Aaron. walk right up and like put my hand on your shoulder. We're family now, right? Yeah, we are, Cody. Yeah, we are. He nods and is like, hey, he grabs like a bit of cloth and wraps it, wraps it around his uh, his head to keep the sweat out. Do rats sweat? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely do. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> to keep the sweat out and just starts going to work. The first roll. Oh my god, I got. All right. Um, first roll. Twenty-seven. Okay, yeah, Sick. that'll work. You pull one of the black wires and remove it from the top block, and you hear a dink. A good bedink or a bad bedink? It's badink? a good bedink. It was a twenty-seven. It better be a fucking <laughs> nineteen. Um, you notice, you trace that black wire down, and you notice where it splits into a red and a green one, and you mm. pull the green, and another ba-dink. Um, behind you, you hear Greg say, I mean, I know I'm not supposed to be here, but I couldn't, I couldn't, it, this is too tense. It- Do you want to join the hug, Greg? Uh, yeah, he hold, he definitely joins in. And Hell you can yeah. feel, you can feel Freg join in on the other side. Oh my boat, god, just all like, the boys, arm in arm. As uh, Dern starts going to work, his final thing. I rolled a 14, so we're going to add one of those plus twos Ooh. in to push it over that line. Add them all. Yeah, add them all. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> we throw them all in there. Fuck it. <laughs> all right. Well, now you have to make a DC 20 to... <laughs> no. No! <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you pull the last wire and the bomb just kind of like whatever was holding it on there, like the magnetism or whatever, just kind of drops off and the bomb falls into your hand. Deactivated and disarmed. I uh, I pass it to Greg. I was like, I don't know how you dispose of these. Uh, Greg, get me on comms with whatever professional, whoever's in charge of you, anybody. Greg says, well, I'm not the one who's got the, the comms. That would be Freg over there. Freg, I should have known you were the one with the comms. Um, Freg covers the microphone and he looks at Greg and he says, uh, Greg, um, a shoulder or leg? And Greg oh thinks about it for a second. He says, uh, let's do shoulder. And he says, shoulder or leg? And Freg goes, uh, we'll do leg. And they draw their pistols and shoot each other once in the shoulder and Freg in the leg and they drop to the ground and Freg reactivates his comms and he says, we're under attack. We've been shot. They have a bomb. <laughs> 